0: Thank you for tuning in to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm Randy Bushover. The program highlights local businesses and services in the region, and if there's a local business or a service you'd like to hear from, send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. Joined by Bill Lupe, who is Vice President of Sandwell Transportation, and let's kind of take that piece by piece. First of all, what is entailed in your job description, and then what does Sonwell do?
1: In my job description, I oversee the freight brokerage operation and our asset-based trucking operation. Um, As a whole, Sonwell is a collective of third-party logistics service providers. Uh, Predominantly, we uh, offer warehousing and transportation services, but um, we also do real estate, uh, supply chain consulting in the technology services space, Uh, and and we also have some small package shipping solutions as, as well.
0: So if I understand this correctly then Sanwill Transportation kind of under the umbrella if you will of the Sanwill family of businesses would be the correct way of putting it.
1: Yeah, that that that's absolutely correct and uh, you know from our perspective Uh, If we're going to offer a customer warehousing services, they need a way to get their product either to or from the warehouse. So, uh, you know, in that sense, that's where the transportation and the warehousing group serve each other. And and we look at it as as a collective and one enterprise uh, as the Sanwill family of businesses.
0: And what does uh, San, or who, does Sanwill provide these warehousing services for? Multiple industries? And if so, uh, cite some examples, if you would.
1: Yeah, multiple industries. We're very focused in the uh, food and beverage space. Um, Some of our longest lasting relationships uh, are with uh, local clients such as General Mills, uh, who has a big production facility in downtown Buffalo for both flour and cereal. Um, Smuckers, uh, who owns the Milk Bone facility in downtown Buffalo, and many people don't know, but, uh, but every uh, Milk Bone dog biscuit produced across the country uh, is produced in, in Buffalo, New York and warehoused by Sonwell. Um, Danone, North America, uh, maker of the yogurts and, uh, and a lot of organic milk products that are um, co-packed by Steuben and, and Elma. Is, uh, is, is warehoused at our facilities. And, and then we also have some, uh, some non-food companies that we work with as well, uh, kind of offshoots. But uh, one of the best known brand names is, is Dyson. And for Dyson, if, if you buy a, uh, a refurbished vacuum cleaner online, uh, through an Overstock or an eBay or an Amazon, uh, that actually came through a Sonwell facility to be remanufactured and then and then resold as a uh, as a refurbished unit. So, uh, so we like to say that we're. Um, uh, you know we're food and beverage focused, but we're uh, a technology-facing company, and uh, you know, and, and and we're good at following instructions. So you know, along that line of remanufacturing, if if you can bring us an opportunity and give us the instructions to do it, then then we can do it very well.
0: Interested in, in a bunch of things that you brought up there. So from the warehousing aspect, first of all, for for the example of a, of a General Mills, are you necessarily storing? some of the product for them or it just comes to you because they have n- not enough space at their own facility to hold it.
1: Yeah, so the latter of what you said there is is exactly it and a lot of these big production facilities in downtown Buffalo are uh, are space constrained. Um, uh, it, they just can't grow outwardly because they have uh, they ha- their real estate footprint is what it is. And so they look at it like uh, we make our money producing this product. In, in General Mills' case, it's flour or, or cereal. You know, They don't believe they make their money uh, in, in warehousing, they're not looking to warehouse the product. So, they will do the production, they'll do what they do best, they'll make and sell the product. And as soon as they make it, it'll come off their line and it'll go right to our warehouse. And, and, and so the, they will uh, place orders against the product in our inventory to go downstream to their customers.
0: So in that one example, again, General Mills, uh, multiple functions. You're literally holding the beginning product for them and then delivering it them to them as they desire it. And then once the finished product, the cereal or what, what have you, also gets taken in by you guys and then transported to where it needs to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Totally correct. So, so we try to handle both sides of the equation there, uh, as far as their production needs. So we're gonna ha- we're gonna keep their raw materials in our in our building. That might be corrugate. That might be product that's actually uh, you know going into the mix of what they're making. Uh, as they need it, they're gonna call for it from us. We will deliver it to them on our trucks. They will do their production run, and once they have a, a finished product, they're going to send it back to us. We'll store the finished product until they have uh, uh, they sell it, and it needs to go downstream.
0: And that's got to take a lot of work because that's just one client. That's not everyone you deal with. So there are literally uh, a handful plus things that you have going on in a particular day. I'm I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, there's a, a ton of moving pieces to it, and and it's not uh, it's not easy. I think people think about warehousing as just putting pallets in a a big box and there is a whole lot more to it than uh, than that. It takes a lot of coordination, a lot of effort and and there's there's problems every day and if there wasn't problems every day then then nobody would need us to to do what we do but but we make those problems uh, easier to handle and those speed bumps uh, aren't as big. Um, You know a, a good example of a way that we've made things a lot easier for General Mills is is when they produce a, any product, you know, before it gets to to your counter and you're actually putting it, uh, you know, in your mouth, uh, they need to make sure that that product is totally safe and pathogen tested, and and good for you to eat. Uh, obviously, there's huge liability there if, if they were to provide you with a with a something that um, that hurts you, right? So uh, so part of that whole process is that we maintain uh, controls over when that product gets released and is able to be sent downstream for, for sale. And uh, so General Mills will generally take two weeks to do their pathogen testing, make sure the product is all good and, and ready for uh, a, a user to consume it. And, and so we maintain visibility to that product throughout the course of it being on the truck, in our warehouse, when we send it further downstream, they can say at any time, okay, we, we can take it off hold now, it's good for sale. Um, and so that's just one piece of, uh, of the additional complexity uh, of warehousing food that is beyond just putting a pallet in a big box.
0: You're listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. Our guest, Bill Lupe, he's vice president of Sondwill Transportation. You also mentioned uh, work with Steuben Foods, and since there's dairy involved, I have to also naturally assume that these warehouses have some kind of a refrigeration component.
1: Yeah, so our, our West Seneca facility has a 30,000 square foot uh, cooler, and and in that space, we house uh, a lot of Stuben based milk products. Uh, we keep cheese products that actually come in from across the country on, on rail cars, and we unload them uh, at our West Seneca facility and put them in the cooler, um, and also a lot of creamer products as well, which is, you know, the, there's a lot of Stuben is producing a, a lot of uh, new nut-based products, non, uh, you know, lactose-free, uh, non-dairy products, and so there's uh, there's a lot of different things that that, that we've now got in the cooler in, in that space, which we didn't have 10 years ago.
0: Right, and I know uh, from having worked at a supermarket, uh, especially with milk, you have to make sure to rotate things. So dating very important uh, from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Any of our food products are uh, we're working off of expiration dates, and, and every batch that comes off their line, we consider that a, a lot, and so every lot needs to be controlled. Uh, if that lot was bad, we need to uh, the customer needs to be able to effectively recall that lot at any time that it's within our control, and so yeah, exactly what you're saying. We're we're playing by whatever rules there. Uh, um, that the customer is requiring of us and sometimes that's working off of expiration date, sometimes it's working off of lot control, sometimes it's a combination of the two.
0: And uh, we had talked a little bit about uh, the fact that it's actually part of the Sanwell family of businesses, Sunwell Transportation. Sanwell local company, but has a nationwide reach because you have some satellite warehouses as well it's not just buffalo here
1: no so so we're uh you know we're homegrown buffalo uh, and that's where we started uh over 70 years ago we're a third generation family business soon to be fourth um we actually started as wilson warehouse uh, uh in downtown buffalo and that is our uh our um you know our namesake as as well peter wilson is our uh our ceo and um Sonwell is just kind of the, uh, that, the Wilson name flipped around. We take the first three and the last three and flip it. But, uh, but so we really grew up in Buffalo, and that's where our, our majority footprint is. We've got about 1.7 million square feet of warehousing space in Buffalo spread across uh, about seven buildings. And then as you mentioned, we're, we're a nationwide provider too, and that's a, a differentiating factor for us versus our, our competition here. So uh, we're in Carlstadt, New Jersey, we're in Covington, Georgia, Arlington, Texas, and, and Reno, Nevada. And, you know, when we look at that type of footprint, you know, it really supports the the globalization need that we're seeing from a lot of our customers uh, in today's market. So, you know, if you want to be able to get product closer to your end consumer, so that when they order it, they get it faster, you have to have that that wider footprint you know if you look at like an an Amazon Amazon isn't doing one or two day delivery uh, because they ship it you know on a plane to you to your door from California that's that's not the way it works you know they've got 75 strategically located distribution centers that are closest to the densest populations in the country so you know we're achieving that type of model through through our uh, our nationwide footprint and so that allows customers whether it's Full pallet shipping, or whether it's something like e-commerce fulfillment, where we're literally shipping a, a box of something to your doorstep, uh, it, it allows our customers to get it to their customers faster.
0: When you talk about the shipping, I, I'm mindful of the fact you literally need people to do the driving. Do you hire a trucking firm? Do you have your own people? And is there kind of a need for people to do that job?
1: So there absolutely is a need for people to do that job. Uh, we have our uh, our own trucking company. Uh, it, it was previously branded as uh, Innovative Transportation, if you've seen any of those trucks around town. Uh, we recently changed the name uh, to Sonwell Transportation, and, and we're, we're rebranding a lot of the trailers as well. Um, so in our fleet, we've got about 31 tractors, over 200 trailers, and, and that, uh, that group really supports a lot of our plant-to-warehouse uh, transportation need. But we're also becoming much more of a regional player uh, for doing deliveries throughout the Northeast, throughout the Midwest. Um, so we've got, uh, you know, guys who are in not just day cabs, but sleeper cabs, and, and they'll go out for a day and do a delivery to Pittsburgh or New Jersey or Cincinnati or Virginia, and then they'll come back. So, uh, so you know, we're, we're growing our footprint in that area of the business, uh, you know, little by little as well. And, um, you know, a couple interesting things that that we're doing um, in the realm of of our trucking company is uh, we've got some fully electric yard trucks. Uh, So we do uh, we call it a spotting service. But if you have a need to to move trailers around at your facility, uh, our trucks that do that are no longer diesel powered. They plug in the wall 100 percent electric like a giant golf cart, which is pretty cool. Um, soon we'll be doing that with our regional deliveries as well. You guys probably see in the news uh, companies like Tesla, Nikola, uh, Thor is another one. Um, so we're constantly watching what those companies are doing to be on the leading edge of uh, of those purchases, do because you know we we like to be an innovative company. Obviously, our previous name was Innovative Transportation, so that speaks to that. Um, but when you see an electric truck in Buffalo, we want to be the first one to do it, not only for our own sustainability goals, but for our customer's sustainability goals, um, and, and and from a marketing perspective, too.
0: So very interesting. You're reducing the carbon footprint at the same time you're increasing your national footprint.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, and the carbon save is huge there, uh, and our customers will come to us and say, you know, we need to save, uh, you know, X amount of carbon tonnage per year. Can you help us with that? And, and we'll be able to provide them with those stats that they can then use uh, to meet their goals. Um, you know, we also have, um, uh, you know, normally people don't look this closely at trucks, but but we have trucks that we call triaxle trailers. So in the, in the back of a normal trailer, it'll, it'll have two axles. You'll see two wheels in the back. So we have uh, a portion of our fleet that has three. And, and so what that does is allows us to go out and get special permits from the state of New York and it's also allowed in Ontario uh, where we can haul up to 70,000 pounds of product versus the standard trailer which will haul 45,000 pounds of product. So you know, essentially what you're getting there is, is three truckloads of product into two trailers and, and so you're eliminating one full truckload off the road, which is a, a big carbon save in itself, but you're also eliminating uh, dock time. And, um, and so so that's been another thing that we've been using to drive those sustainability goals.
0: Very good information and I'm glad you could stop by. I appreciate it, Bill.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Bill Lupe, He's vice President of Sunwheel Transportation. This is Buffalo Means business on News Radio 930, WBEN.